The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. With your host, Dave Hondell. Hey everybody, welcome to The Stage Door Show tonight. This is Dave Hondell. Uh, tonight, I have one of my favorite actors with us. Eric Nelson is a multi-Emmy winning and Tony winning actor and producer who's been seen in over 30 television series and has graced the Broadway stage. He is Ennis on the wildly popular 1883 on Paramount Plus. And at age 23, Eric became the youngest producer to win an Emmy Award. So please welcome to the show, Eric Nelson. Thanks for being with us, Eric. Hey, Dave. Glad to be here. Thanks so much. And uh, what a great introduction. I wish every day of my life had that introduction when I woke up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really appreciate it. It's an honor to have you on. And, uh, you know, before I get into some of your work, you know, I I know that uh, recently you you partnered with uh, Bucking Bull Bourbon and you're the spokesperson for the brand. And, you know, I'm really excited to hear about this partnership. So why don't we start out with that? So tell, tell us how that happened. You know, it's really exciting part of my life right now. Um, you know, it's it's very rare that, uh, you know, actors and celebrities get to uh, partner with, with such, you know, incredible companies and brands outside of the entertainment industry. And so when they do, you know, we, we like to run full force with it. And, you know, we, we recognize it as a an opportunity that's, that's not always there. And uh, so it, it's funny, actually, I was competing in the celebrity horse cutting competition in Fort Worth, Texas uh, this year, which they do once a year to benefit the Carity Cancer Foundation. Okay. And so it was basically a year. It was 1883 versus Yellowstone. Oh, wow. So all of all the best horse riders of Yellowstone and all the best horse riders of 1883 were competing in this horse cutting competition. And um, so I was competing. I ended up taking grand champion first place of the whole thing that night. So it was really uh-huh. exciting for me. Congrats. But fucking, <laughs> thank you so much. It was, you know, an honor, especially competing versus some of the, you know, yeah. real deal cowboys that we have on our shows. Um, so, you know, the actor came in and kind of swept them from under their feet, which is kind of (laughs) an exciting deal. Um, but Bucking Bull was one of the sponsors and in our gift bags that we all received after competing and, and, you know, celebrating that night, uh, was a bottle of their bourbon. And so I tried it and I got to meet the the founders, uh, Sarah and Phil and, um, got to know them pretty well that night and, you know, learn their story. And they were a brand new company, just, just trying to get off their feet. And, um, I fell in love with, with them first. And then I tried the bourbon and fell in love with the bourbon. And, uh, I, I was lucky enough that my business manager was with me that night. And so I got to link them up together and, um, you know, I saw an opportunity that, you know, perhaps they, they might need some help getting launched off the ground. And, you know, being that they're kind of on the bottom, the bottom floor, uh, and I'm a big bourbon guy. And, uh, of course, uh, Bucking Bull Bourbon ties into the Western, uh, you know, lifestyle pretty well. And that's been my fan base of lately. And uh, so it just kind of all seemed to fit. And uh, so I we had many meetings and, you know, long story short, we ended up partnering and they ended up making me kind of the face and, and brand ambassador of the company. And and here we are a bunch of months later about to launch in April. And uh, it's just been it's been an incredible opportunity. And, you know, this is a family run and operated bourbon company out of the state of Texas, which is where I live. Uh, so there are so many elements of this company that just, you know, really hit home for me. And um, I'm really, really excited to share it with the world. So uh, launching in April, I mean, that's just right around the corner. And so what what is obviously the goal is to have this all over, you know, all over the country and internationally, I would imagine eventually. But 
So, I mean, you know, I live in Miami. So how do I get this, this brand in my area, in my, uh, my neighborhoods? Cause I know everybody around the country is going to hear about this. And I got to tell you, the artwork is amazing. You know, I, I love the artwork, you know, and everything goes into marketing, of course, and, you know, in yourself as well. And, uh, you know, so tell us how there's a kind of a way that we can get this bourbon everywhere. You know, that that was part of it, too. I'm glad you touched on the marketing and the in the label itself, because it really does pop. There's a lot of bright, you know, it's a lot of colors going on on the bottle. And, you know, our whole thing was uh, Phil and Sarah who created the company. Their whole their whole idea behind it was when you put our bourbon on a shelf next to 10 other bourbons that you've you've seen your entire life what is going to make our stand out what is going to make somebody grab that and the color i think really really does a great job at that and you know if the colors don't the what's behind the colors certainly will and that's you know a, a bull you know in like peak form kind of bucking up and you know it's just attention grabbing which is really cool um but yeah so so the the plan is now we're we're launching in april uh, we're going to be available in Texas. We're, we're starting our footprint in Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, and then we're going to branch out from there. And then uh, soon we'll be taking, you know, launching all over the country. And so, you know, I really encourage people to keep up on our website, buckingbowlbourbon.com, uh, to find out when that will be expanding outside of Texas. Um, you know, it's these things take a little bit of time, but we're moving very quickly. And so it's not going to take as much time as you'd expect. Um, so I'd say follow our Instagram, Bucking Bowl Bourbon, follow our website to just kind of keep track of of how quickly we're expanding and when we'll be expanding to which territories. Uh, but for now, starting in April, it's going to be all of Texas. And then we're going to be launching out from there. Well, it sounds incredible. And and the website, by the way, is amazing as well. And I encourage everybody to go there and there's some videos on there. And, uh, you know, again, just, uh, it, it's, it's a, it sounds like a great brand and I, you know, I can't wait to, to, uh, get my hands on some as well. So again, best of luck to you and, and Bucking Bull Bourbon on that. Uh, and can't wait to start seeing that marketing as well. So, uh, you know, kudos to you and the team on that. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. And I want to, I want to touch on this because, uh, you know, my, my wife and I are fans of 1883, uh, Yellowstone as well. And, you know, I got to say that, you know, th this, this piece of work is, is so well done, you know, not just the, the incredible acting by yourself. And I mean, who doesn't love Sam, Sam Elliott? I mean, <laughs> Sam, some of the cast members on this are just amazing. I mean, just, I got, I got to say, you know, again, you know, just from top to bottom, just, uh, you know, amazing cast and, uh, you know, just so well shot, you know, you got, you know, Terry Stewart and Jason Thompson. I mean, who just made this scene kind of come to life, you know, just the cinematography and everything, the editing, everything that goes into it. And so, you know, talk about your work on that, on that, uh, that production, because I think that it just, you know, it's, it's so well done that it just it kind of sucks you in. And then the, the great performances kind of keep you there. So talk about working on 1883. You know, it was a, it, it truly was one of those dream come true uh, opportunities for me. I was a massive fan of Yellowstone prior to getting 1883. And so when I found out I had the opportunity to even audition for 1883, it was kind of one of those, um, okay, I don't care what I have to do, but I can't let this opportunity go by without me grabbing onto it. Uh, so I put a lot of pressure on myself from the very start of the audition process to do whatever I could to get on this job. And I will say, you know, I've I've been doing this career uh, over 17 years now, which is crazy because I, I'm still only 31 years old. But I started when I was younger and this was one of the first shows 
I think maybe even the first show, I can say my entire family from the young ones to the old ones all enjoyed as a whole. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of my yeah, I worked on soap operas back in the day, and that was pretty much just the housewives and, you know, our mothers watched those shows. Yeah. And then the cop shows I worked on, just the guys like those shows. And But this was one, Taylor Sheridan, who created Yellowstone, did an incredible job at really grasping a fan base of not just the new young generation, but the old generation and everybody in between. And so for me to finally get to work on a show that my entire family could sit down and watch together and be a fan of was the first check mark. And I was a huge fan, the second check mark. And then when you just look at the way Taylor produces and creates his content, it's such authenticity and there's such, you know, attention to detail and specificity and everything he's talking about. He's either lived out in his own life experiences or has done so much research that Every little tiny thing is nuanced to 110th degree. And 1883 was definitely uh, a result of the same thing. And uh, it, it truly was just a mind-blowing experience from beginning to end. And I will say, you know, oftentimes when we're filming movies and TV shows in Hollywood, you know, we're on the back of a studio lot, right? We're in the back of Paramount Studios pretending like we're in Chicago when we're filming an episode or pretending like, you know, we're on the beach in Italy when really we're just right there on a studio lot. What Taylor Sheridan does, he takes the story and we get to film exactly where the story is taking place. So if we're on the plains of Texas talking about being on the trail, we are filming it in the exact location that these pioneers and, you know, Western uh, forefront, uh, you know, um, cowboys were actually living. So that was pretty spectacular. Um, and each day it just kind of took it to a more believable level just by the fact that we got to be where this story took place. And, um, you know, working with people like Sam Elliott and Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Billy Bob Thornton, you know, even got to hang out with Tom Hanks for a little bit on set. It was just, you know, every, every day, uh, my, my, my co-stars and I would look at each other and be like, how does it get any better than this? Yeah. And then the next day it would just top it. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was an experience I'll never forget and forever be grateful for. That's for sure. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed and I, I'm, I'm a, I have an eye for detail and, and it drives my wife crazy, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, I look at continuity and things like that, but, um, but just down even to the buttons on the wardrobe, I mean, everything was so authentic in this thing and just, it just really put you there. And, you know, that's one thing I think I was, I was, I was the most impressed with and, and obviously the performances, but when you, when you look at something and you can't find anything wrong with it, the authenticity of it. And like you said, it puts you there. If you film there, it happened there, you film there and you're not on a set. I mean, it's just amazing. You could tell just by watching it that you were out where it really happened and just an amazing production. And again, you just, you just, you knocked it out of the park in that and just, I mean, Great, great work on that for, for um, you know, just your acting ability is just amazing. I've always liked your acting since we talked before we started recording that I saw you in 13 years ago on Broadway. And, uh, you know, just from then on, we followed your career. So, again, just great job on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, you, you touched on it a little bit, but uh, our costume designer, Janie Bryant, I just want to give her a shout out because every every piece of clothes clothing you see on the show she handmade That's and crazy. completely tailored it uh to the time period so it, it really was top to bottom just the best of the best uh, and, you know there's a couple other productions that you're you either recently 
you know, um, wrapped or or in production. But uh, Holly by Nightfall is supposed to be a comedy uh, slash drama. So um, I don't know how much you can talk about that. But, uh, you know, talk about you also have Shaky Grounds as in post production right now. So talk about talk about those two uh, those two pieces that you just um, finished. Um, yeah, so Holly by Nightfall was a film I actually got to shoot in Houston, Texas, so not too far from where we are over in Fort Worth, which was a lot of fun. And, you know, that was a unique piece because it, the entire cast was uh, a young ensemble cast of the exact same age. We were all late 20s, early 30s. So that doesn't happen often where, you know, your entire uh, cast of actors are the same age at a very specific age, you know, in life, you know, us being early 30s. And that's kind of what the movie kind of follows is is you know the the different um different paths and you know different almost quarter life crises that can happen at the, at an age you know at, a, at at in your early 30s and you know it's a great touching movie um Houston's the landscape and Andy Delaney was our director and he's a big time music video director so his creativity and his eye for our you know finding the smallest most mundane things and making them creative and beautiful and artistic uh, was really really fun to experience uh, so that's going to be a great movie and you know Jack Fallahy from How to Get Away with Murder and we had a bunch of other great actors on it um, and then Shaky Grounds on the other hand was uh, a rock and roll uh, you know, love, uh, basically uh, romance. Um, I get to play this up and coming uh, young rock star uh, who's coming up in the music industry. And so I learned and uh, got to play electric guitar in the movie. I actually perform and sing three songs in the film. Wow. It was my first time getting to sing on a soundtrack of a movie. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I got to uh, channel my Eddie Vedder, Kurt Cobain, Machine Gun Kelly vibes uh, <laughs> for that one. Uh, and that was a blast. We shot it in Bentonville, Arkansas for um, a little over a month. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm kind of getting fortunate that I'm getting kind of these polar opposite characters uh, coming at me since 1883 and getting to really broaden my my horizon and, and scope uh, of, you know, characters as an actor. I can't tell you how many extras, you know, we had scenes where I was playing in concerts and shaky grounds because I'm a rock star and I'm, I'm the singer and the, right. the lead front man. And we had just hundreds and hundreds of extras and all the concert scenes and. They'd all want pictures and came up to me like, I can't believe you're the same guy from 1883. You know, this is <laughs> nothing like what you just did on TV. And, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I would just kind of smile and be like, well, that's that's the dream, man, because right. that's that's what we're in this to do is just to transform and, yeah. and get to get lost in different characters. And so I've wow. uh, I've gotten to gotten to do that. And it's been just, you know, too much fun. <laughs> yeah, talk talk about being 23 and getting getting a, an Emmy Award because. I mean, there's there's so many people out there in the industry that that haven't even been nominated for an Emmy Award, and you had one at 23. So, what was that feeling like when when uh, when your name was called and uh, you got to get that Emmy Award? You know, it's pretty surreal. Uh, at the time, I didn't realize uh, the uh, magnitude's the wrong word, but I guess um, I didn't realize the 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 history that I was making because at the time I just thought I was winning. And then, um, after I won, I had an interview and they were like, how does it feel to become the youngest ever Emmy award winning producer in the history of television? And that's when it really sunk in. Uh, cause I had no idea that I was even nominated to, to possibly set history in that way. And, uh, you know, that was a really surreal moment. 
surreal moment and um I'll never forget it and and it still holds true to this day almost almost 10 years later um I don't I don't know if it'll ever be beat maybe it will but you know I wasn't in it to set a record I was just in it to uh really put my heart and soul into a project that ended up getting recognized which um that was the first you know unexpected uh, you know just gift was being recognized and then to win was just an unex another unexpected gift that that really elevated things and then to find out it was history in the making was just yeah. it was it was surreal and i and it's still a pinch me thing um but you know i i never go into things expecting anything from it but i do know that i'm pouring my heart and soul into my every one of my projects and you know when things get recognized like that it just it just really makes it that much more worth it and uh, that much more special yeah i know you have a couple other emmys and a, and a tony award as well and you know i think uh you know to, and i i got i got the opportunity to to uh, interview your wife who's a voiceover artist and incredible actress herself and sainty and you know both of you just interviewing you both and and uh, seeing other interviews that you've done you know, you're both very grounded and you're both very, um, you know, I think appreciative of what you have. And, and, and in this industry, it's, I think it's, it's, it's great to see that because we have a lot of young artists that listen, um, actors, singers, and people that are maybe in college or in, in uh, film school. Uh, but, you know, talk about the, the importance of staying grounded, you know, because this industry can be, can be tough and it can be ruthless and, um, if you're not careful, it can eat you alive. And, uh, you know, so talk about the importance of, again, you know, staying positive and staying grounded and, and uh, that type of thing in this business. Well, it's extremely important, you know, because it, it, it seems like the biggest industry in the world, but it's really the smallest industry in the world uh, because 1% of, of, of actors trying to, uh, to make it work as a profession, as a career, um, are the ones that are actually doing it. And so the circle is very small and who you, who you meet today will most certainly be who you work with tomorrow. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Uh, whether it's the guy holding your boom stand on a, on a set or the actor you're, you're in scenes with uh, or the extra who's walking by in the background shot that you don't even really realize is there until – uh, three years from then, they're your co-star on a series. Um, these are all things that happen all the time in our industry. And uh, so, you know, I always say what goes around comes around. And if you are good to people you work with and you have a good head on your shoulders and you uh, are appreciative of, of the work you're given because so many people would die to be in your shoes – um, good things will happen and you'll have a good reputation and people are going to want to work with you. And it just, it goes the same, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, if, if, if you're not nice to one person on set, it doesn't matter if you're having a bad day or things went south or whatever, people are going to hear about it. People are going to talk about it and it's going to come back. And at some point in your career, it's going to bite you in the ass. And that, you know, is a is a reality check a lot of actors have to face at some point in their career. And so it's just, you know, it it, it doesn't it's it doesn't take any more energy to be nice than it does to not be nice. So why not just be nice? You know, the the business we're in is an extremely difficult industry. Um, and so to say you're a working actor is a gift within itself. And we've got to be grateful for every second of it. 
And a lot of the times, you know, our crew members are working 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hour days. Uh, they're there before we show up as an actor. They're there when we leave. And, um, you know, those are the people you really need to take care of. And, you know, the extras that are getting paid, you know, a lot less than you are as a principal actor who are there longer hours and not not necessarily, you know, get the amenities that you're getting as a principal actor. Those are the people that need to be taken care of. You know, it's the people that you, just because you don't have scenes with them or just because, you know, you're not necessarily interacting with them uh as your primary, you know, person on set does not mean uh, that that they should be ignored or not treated better if and at least the same as how you would treat anyone you loved in your life and appreciated because we're all there to make a project. We're there to make a successful movie or a successful TV show. And all we are, you know, the only reason we're putting in the work and, and signing on to a project is because we want it to be a success. We want it to be seen, we want it to be successful, and we want to do our work. And everybody else is feeling that same way on set. So if we can all just lift each other up, it's going to make for a much more positive experience. And ultimately, again, we'll come around and people will hear about it. So I've always been of the you know mindset, as my wife has, of you just treat people well, and you're just grateful for for the opportunity to be there. Everything else is a perk, and um, things will work out. Things will work out. But I'm going to warn you, as I said, I'm going to say it again. Everybody talks in this industry, so any young professionals wanting to get into this industry, you treat that person serving you your food. You treat that person walking by in the background of your shot. You treat Steven Spielberg the exact same. No, doesn't. Do, there's no hierarchy here. Make everybody feel important. Make everybody know that you're appreciative of who of of their opportunity and job, just as they are of you. And that is the greatest piece of advice I could give somebody in this industry because it's mm -hmm. going to come back. So so well said. You know everything you said is is just nail on the head. I mean, I uh, appreciate that too because, like I said, our listeners do they they give me a lot of feedback after each of our shows and one of the things that they appreciate the most is that that advice that you just gave uh because i think like you said you know it, it could be the person that's running the you know the receptionist at the casting casting company it could be the the casting director someday and uh everything you just said was just spot on so thank you for that um before we before we go i'm, I'm going to ask you this question i ask everybody this question but um, when it's all said and done eric what do you want your legacy to be what do you want people to think of when they think of eric nelson I bet, I bet, I bet you get a lot of pauses when you ask that question. I do it's, it's a, <laughs> every time. <laughs> it's a deep one, you know. Personally, um, for me, it's all about my family. You know, I've got two little ones, and um, you know, we we it, there's a lot of sacrifices that go into being in this industry. I'm I'm gone uh, when I'm when I'm away filming a movie. I'm daddy's gone for five weeks, you know, or or however many weeks, um, and so they. They have to – and they're still young now, but they're coming to, you know, slowly to the realization of what I do for a career. And, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices at home I have to make in order to to do what I love to do. Uh, so first and foremost, I hope my kids will be proud of me and understand, um, you know, all the, all the work and hours I've been putting into this is – you know, for something I'm not only just extremely passionate and in love with, but, you know, just shows them that 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 their dreams can come true because this has been a dream of mine. Um, so I hope I inspire them to follow their dreams. 
Um, and then at the end of the day, um, I, you know, this is kind of tying into the whole being nice to, to people on set thing, but you know, I, I just hope, you know, um, I can leave one day and people say that, you know, what a joy he was to have on set. What a, you know, what a giving actor, what a giving person. And, uh, um, you know, um, I, I don't ever want anyone to, to, um, that I come in contact with to not think that I am, um, you know, fully invested in, in, in what I'm doing and, and, and who they are if I come in contact with somebody. And, you know, so I guess just giving the gift of, 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 of respect and appreciation. And, you know, if, if I leave and people are saying that that's the type of person I, I was and am and left a footprint on, then I'll, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, Eric, I, I can't, I'm just really honored to have you on the show. I can't uh, thank you enough for uh, taking the time tonight to be on the show and uh, you know, anything we can do to promote anything that you're doing, you know, let us know. You're always welcome on the show. Um, and uh, anything we can do to help Bucking Bull uh, Bourbon as well. Thank uh, so, you. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're I, I will say, good. you know, for for any of the um, you know fans listening or anybody listening, I'm I'm very active on my Instagram at Eric Nelson Official. Please, you know, give me a follow. Write to me. I try to respond to every single person that comes on and comments or writes to me. So, um, very responsive on there, and I love to hear from people. And uh, as I said, Bucking Bowl Bourbon on Instagram as well. Uh, we'll be having lots of updates, and um, you know, I want to I want to hear from you guys. And if if you listen to this podcast, and you know something, um, you know, I was able to touch you in a certain way, or you heard something that that might have moved you or, or changed you in any certain way, you know, write to me on Instagram. Let me know about it because I'd love to hear that stuff. Appreciate that. Thank you again, Eric, and uh, my best to you and and uh, all your projects that you have uh, coming forward. And uh, can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you so much, Eric. Dave, thank you. I really appreciate it.